Hey, everybody, how are you? And welcome to this open forum Q&A. Hope you are doing well. Love this format. And a good evening to you if you're on the West Coast or Patrick on the West or on the East Coast. Little late, 10 o'clock, no problem. Uh, I want to make an announcement that coming up Monday, Monday, right here on If You Don't Like That, at 10 in the morning Pacific, 1 o'clock Eastern, Ian Eagle, CBS Sports, the TV voice of the Knicks, or the Knicks, the Nets, TNT, and he is the number one college basketball announcer now on CBS. He'll be doing the Final Four, all right? And a good evening to you. Hello, everybody. How's everything? Everything well? Give me some messages. What do you what do you want to talk about today? Where do you want to go? All right. What do you want to talk about? We got a lot of things going on. Uh, Ian Eagle is one of the best in the business. I think he's the number one guy on uh, CBS. I think that he should be the lead announcer over dance. That's what I think. He's awesome. You know. Somebody said, great podcast on the Orioles situation. How atrocious. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Hello, Patrick. How are you, buddy? Thanks for uh, staying up a little bit. Although it's not terribly late. 10 o'clock for you. Not bad. Not bad at all. You know? What, what do you guys want to talk about? Or gals? You know? What do you want to talk about? Somebody says, uh, thoughts on... WNBA expansion cities. I don't know. You tell me. All right. What do you think? What do you think of the WNBA? Do you watch it? I don't watch the WNBA. I do watch a lot of women's college basketball, but I have not yet really paid attention. So I'm not even aware of the expansion city. So you have to fill me in on that. All right. Greg says, Grant, glad you're still doing the show. You're great to listen to. Well, it's my pleasure. And I am very happy to be doing the show because of people like you. Somebody says, Grant, do you think that Sasha can be Tony Kukoc good? I do not. I do not. All right. I don't. I, I just don't. All right. Um, they said the Bay Area and other cities, Sacramento wasn't one of them listed. That is as far as the uh, WNBA goes. Well, I, I could have told you that, that Sacramento wasn't going to be one of the cities. That's not a surprise to me. Did you think Sacramento would be? Are you bothered by that? You know? Paul says karma... On the women's soccer team, heard Rapino miffed a penalty shot. She wasn't the only one, but yes, she did. All right? Yes. All right? Somebody said Team USA rolls past Puerto Rico. How much is that because of Steve Kerr's coach? Uh, maybe it's because the United States has the best players. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't really pay attention to any basketball, internationally speaking, unless it's an Olympic year. I don't even pay attention to this, you know, personally. I don't. All right. So I uh, saw that Davion Mitchell is working with Curry's shooting coach. Hope it pays off. Yeah, I do too. Uh, you know, the fact that Davion Mitchell is working so hard and everything, could you imagine if he could get a three-point shot? How, I mean, how would you ever stop the Kings offensively? I mean, think about it. You just added Sasha, who is an excellent three-point shooter. 
I know we played in Europe, but shooting the ball, shooting the ball. If you had a backup point, because, you know, De'Aaron Fox is not that good of a three-point shooter. Got better last year. Can you imagine? How would you ever stop that team? You know? Uh, somebody wants to know if you still stay in contact with any of the 1140 personalities. Yeah, I'm very good friends with Carmichael Dave. And uh, we do message each other periodically. Not a lot or all the time, but he's a very good friend of mine. Uh, he is the only one that's an on-air personality that I stay in touch with. I do stay in touch with others uh, that work in the in the company there because I've known them for a long time, but no, I do not, not, not any other. I don't even know. I don't even think I know any other on air person. I don't even know who's on. I don't even follow it. I really don't, you know, I really don't. All right. Give me your questions. Here we go. With the 49ers and Eagles, number one and number two in the NFC, who do you see is number three? I think Philadelphia is the team to beat. San Francisco, and we're waiting for that third team to emerge. It's an excellent question, BV50. Excellent question. All right? Who's the third team? Who's going to be the third best team in the NFC, assuming that Philadelphia and San Francisco are the top two? Last year, Minnesota emerged, but again, what happened in the playoffs the Giants went into Minnesota and beat them. But the Vikings in the regular season were that team, although I never really thought they were a legitimate threat because of Cousins' postseason failures. It's going to be a good question. That is an excellent question. I don't think it's anybody in the NFC South. I can't see any of those teams being that team. I, I just can't. Uh, are the Lions ready to make that next jump? from where they were being on the cusp of the playoffs to being the third best team? No, not my opinion. Could the Giants be that team? Eh, probably not. Could Dallas be that team? Not with Dak Prescott. No, nah, I don't see that. What about Seattle and the jump that they made last year? Maybe. You know, maybe. Excellent question here. Now, would you compare the... 98-99 Kings turnaround season versus last season. How would I compare them, all right? Both years were pretty magical. Excellent, excellent question. I would say very similar, all right? Very similar. You had Sabonis, first full season. The trade, I equate that with getting Chris Weber. You had a team that was relatively injury-free that year. It was a 50-game season, not an 82. Kings made the playoffs, lost in overtime in the final game five, first round this year, game seven. Very similar. Good point right there. Good question. Excellent question. I'd say it's very, very similar. All right, this question. The Rams, if they stay healthy, and I'm reluctantly saying that. Yep. Speaking of the NFL, if you're just joining us, right here, Monday, 10 o'clock Pacific, 1 o'clock Eastern, Ian Eagle, CBS Sports, the TV voice of the Nets, TNT, everything. He'll be my guest coming up on Monday, right here on If You Don't like that. You know, I think if the Eagles and the 49ers are one and two, and that's if, that third spot is up for grabs. I mean, there are several teams. Seattle, the Rams, right? The Cowboys, the Giants, the Lions. Don't know about the Packers with Jordan Love, but I can't see them being the third team. Lions, to me, aren't ready to make that jump. Could see them a playoff team, but third best team? Probably not, you know? This question, Grant, are you more excited for the upcoming NBA season or NFL season? I'm an NFL junkie. I'm always excited for the NFL season. I live for it. I watch it nonstop. It consumes my life. I love the 
NFL. Give it to me, NFL. Now, I would also say this, right? So Labor Day weekend gets here. A couple weeks, right? Labor Day weekend. And you're out, you're enjoying your weekend, whatever you're doing. And it's Sunday. You've just watched some college football on Saturday. And you're like, wow. Man, this is my last Sunday that I have free until February, pretty much. You're like, wow. My Sunday's gone. NFL football. There you have it. There you have it. Yeah. (laughs) Unbelievable, huh? Yeah, it's happening. Yep. And Thursdays, yes. Thursday, yes. You know? And Monday. And in December, don't forget about those Saturday games. Don't forget about those Saturday games in December. Yeah. And guess what? We have content. You know, Mondays uh, I'll be doing again with Sean Salisbury. Love Mondays with Sean during the NFL season. And then you have the NBA starting up, and then we go nonstop. Nonstop. I'll be doing a lot of programming right here on If You Don't Like That. All right. Somebody said, Grant, how would you describe the Kings' 1998 season and making the playoffs? Rattle Seattle, or 96. I misread that, 96. It was great. Kings went up there and won game two. Now, remember, it's a best of five. Denver the year before, they'd just been upset as the number one seed. Matumbo and Denver beat them. First time that it ever happened in eight beating a one. So Seattle had all of that going against them. The mind games, everything else. Game three at Arco to this day is the most amazing thing I've ever seen with the crowd. I'll never forget that 1996 season. That was special. Yeah. That was special. All right. What do you want to talk about? Give me your questions. All right. Here's an interesting question. How far into the Super Bowl against the Ravens did you feel the Giants had no chance of winning the game? I hate to say this. I didn't think they had a chance of winning the game before it started. But I would say at the end of the first quarter, I was like, nah, no miracle today. You could just tell, you know? Could just tell. All right, what do you want to talk about? Give me your questions. Nick says the Raiders suck. Nick, I think they are going to have a long, long year. All right? Grant, wasn't that the series in game five? Vladdy had a chance to win it at the buzzer, yeah? Game five on the road, Salt Lake City. All right? 98-99. Kings had the ball. Vladdy had been destroying the Jazz with the little half hook. They couldn't stop him on the block. And they went the final possession to Vladi, and the ball hit the rim, bounced off to the right. Kings would have won the game and gone to Portland in round two. And then the Kings lost in overtime. And you knew when that shot did not fall, the chances of the Kings beating John Stockton and Carl Malone on the road in overtime probably wasn't going to happen. Kings had the Jazz on the ropes in Salt Lake City in that game five. No question. Yep. That was the start, the beginning of the run for Sacramento. Eight straight years in the playoffs, a couple of years, the number one seed, Western Conference Finals, could never knock the door down. I believe the Kings would have gone to the finals the year that Chris Webber was out until March. The Kings had the best record in the NBA. They were playing as well as anybody in the NBA. The Lakers were not as good that year. I believe believe the Kings would have made it to the finals that year. But we'll never know. You know? 
Never know. All right, question here. First time in seven years starting the season with higher expectations at the start of the season for the New York Giants. I think they're going to be pretty good, you know? All right, thank you very much for the super chat. Sorry, Grant, for not getting back to you about alternative streaming. What's the email again? Hope we can work things out. Thank you very much. The email, and thank you very much for the uh, donation. Greatly appreciate it. Is uh, Napier at gmail.com. Napier at gmail.com. And that will get it done for you. Thank you very much. I look forward to uh, getting your email. Uh, Grant, were you impressed by the Kings drafting Brian Grant? Yeah, I was. He was very good his first year. I mean, he was he was a good NBA player, and I pray for him every day uh, as he deals with uh, his Parkinson's disease. You know? So, uh, Grant, is Sasha Vesnikov classified as a rookie? Yes. Could he play in the Rising Stars Challenge? Yes, yes, yes. He is a rookie. Absolutely. Brian Grant and the animal. Michael Smith, someone says. Yes, indeed. All right. Here's a one. Rest in peace, Pac-12. Wow. Unbelievable, huh? Wow. The good old days are gone in the Pac-12. Think about that. Think about that. Think about what has happened to that conference. Brutal. Really is. Brutal. All right, I'll tell you what is lovely. It's awesome. It's not brutal. It's Bennett's West Side Grill in Rockland, Blue Oaks Town Center. It is incredible. You get the great Bennett's food, their prime seafood and steak, over 50 different types of wine available by the glass, tremendous ambiance at Bennett's West Side Grill in the Blue Oaks Town Center. Again, go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com, check out the menu and everything else. I am looking forward to being there in just a couple of weeks. Can't wait. All right. Uh, I wonder what Bill Walton is feeling right now. Anyone that played in that conference is feeling the way you think they're feeling. You know, I talked to Sean Salisbury about this. Sean was the quarterback at USC. I mean, think about those players that played in that era. So pretty, pretty amazing. The landscape of college football, you know, Somebody said, who was better, Lawrence Funderburk or Corliss Williamson? Come on now. Wasn't even close. You know Corliss was sixth man of the year, right? All right. Uh, somebody said, Grant, thoughts on Kevin Brown's suspension? I will turn you to my podcast. And you can check out my podcast. All right? Because I spend the entire podcast talking about this topic, go to if you don't like that.com or grantnapier.com or your favorite podcast platform. All right. And you'll know exactly what I think about it. Spent, uh, you know, good 15, 20 minutes on it. You know, somebody said I used to like Bill Walton's or Bill Walton on the broadcast. I also used to like Doug Collins, too. Well, Bill still does a lot of broadcasting. You know, I worked with Bill for probably a total of, I don't know, maybe a total of 40 games over two years or so. And Bill is something. Bill is something. I'll tell you one thing about Bill Walton. When Bill used to do the games on NBC, when the Kings were in the playoffs in the early 2000s and Bill was doing a game, Bill would always walk up to me goes, hey, you got a minute? I'm like, yeah. And Bill would ask me questions about the Kings. And I was like, wow, this is great. The guy's doing his homework. He's talking to everyone. And I really appreciated that. Then when I did games with Bill, I remember sitting on the bench with him the first time I did a game. And we'd be talking about stuff. He goes, Grant, I don't want you to talk to me about that. And I'm like, he said, talk, ask me on the air. Don't ask me here. And I was like, you know what? I love that. I'll tell you why I love that. I'm all about spontaneity. And that was Bill's way of saying, we're not rehearsing anything. 
until we're on the air live. Everything's got to be off the cuff. I don't want to know what you're going to ask me. I don't want to know what you want to talk about. Just ask me. Let's just go with the flow. And I, I used to love that about Bill. Loved it. So, whenever I did a game with Bill, we didn't, we didn't even talk about anything. Well, we talked about stuff, but it had nothing to do with the Kings and nothing to do with the game. Unless he wanted to get an update on a player because he had not done the last five or six games. But that's it. I used to love that, you know. But but doing games with Bill was 180 degree, 180 degrees different than Jerry. And Jerry will tell you this. With Jerry, I was the captain of the airplane. And Jerry knew that. And Jerry respected that. And really all play-by-play individuals should be the captain of the airplane. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean they're the most important part of the telecast. I mean, you know, if you're the captain of the airplane, but your mechanic effed up before you took off, uh, you may never land. You understand? So there were a lot of other important factors and parts that went into a game on TV. But I was the captain. I was, I was flying the airplane or I was the driver. I was driving the bus. With Bill, I had a completely different mindset when I did the game. I did the game realizing that there would be a lot of baskets that I would not be able to call. I went in there realizing that people, for the most part, were tuning in to watch a bad Kings team for Bill Walton. And so I just gave Bill all the latitude that I know that Bill wanted. And I was fine with it. That was my role. My role with Jerry was different. And so as a play-by-play man, you have to understand what your role is at all times, understand who you're working with, whether that's a dynamic personality, whether it's a personality that needs to have their hand held walking across the street. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just trying to give you an idea of what it was like from my perspective. So when I worked with Doug, I held his hand. I walked him through the telecast, okay? He did a good job, but I walked him through it. In other words, I led him into all of the areas that we needed to go because of his inexperience. When you have somebody that's done it for a long time, you don't have to hold their hand. You don't have to walk them through anything. So with Doug, I had to walk him through replays. I had to walk him through all of the elements that go into doing a game on TV. When I worked with Bill, I would just let Bill go. But I would always come back at Bill when he said something that was, really, Bill? Because I knew that's, number one, what Bill liked. He liked to react, and the Kings were terrible. And it was more of an entertaining type of telecast. That's what it was. So, you know, I mean, that was interesting, you know? Interesting. All right. Here is a message. Grant, since you love flying, do you ever think what would you do if you're the hap- if you hear the captain? say, brace for impact. What would I do? I'd probably try to send a quick text off to my loved ones and tell them goodbye. And then I would follow the instructions of what was being told to me. So, no, I don't really think about it that much. But if I had my phone on, I would try to get a quick text message Uh, to my family and say my final words. That's probably what I would do. I've been in some pretty scary situations. I've never been in one where I'm bracing for impact, but if you're on a jet plane and they say brace for impact, you better brace for impact. Now, there have been success stories. They made a movie of the landing on the Hudson, right? That was impact, landing on the Hudson River. 
Um, listen, I talked to Jerry Schemmel. Chosen to Live. Look it up. The book, the movie, Chosen to Live. United Airlines, DC-10. Hydraulic issue. Crashed on landing. Many inside that wide body perished. Many walked right off the airplane. Walked right off the airplane. Jerry was one of them. But then Jerry went back in when he heard the screams of a baby. Fascinating book. When I got that book, we were getting ready to go on a flight with the Kings across country. And I got that book. I read the whole book on the flight, cover to cover, on the airplane. I couldn't put it down. I didn't put it down to eat. I didn't put it down for anything. I read that book without getting up. Chosen to Live, Jerry Schemmel, who back then was the radio voice of the Denver Nuggets and then ended up working for the Colorado Rockies. Fabulous, fabulous story, you know? Uh, this one says, interesting perspective on Bill Walton as a commentator. I admit I'm not a fan of his style of uh, commentary, but I can see how you adjust the way you call the game. Had to adjust. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's just it, you know? Uh, Grant, were you ever a fan of Wayman Tisdale's music? His jazz albums were pretty damn good. I will say his jazz albums are pretty damn good. Rest in peace to him. Wayman was a dear friend of mine. Loved Wayman. Regina, his family, uh, was over at Tizzy's house for the holidays. And I have all of Tizzy's music. Uh, it's on my playlist. And when I fly, I listen to a lot of Wayman Tisdale music. Used to love watching him when he came to, tell you, the last time I ever saw Wayman was at the Radisson in Sacramento. Dave Cause and friends. And so Dave Cause and Wayman Tisdale. And I'll never forget this. I'm sitting in the middle, about four or five rows from the stage. And Tizzy's playing that bass guitar with that wide smile, which I can't do. I don't have, but that wide smile. And I'm just looking at Tizzy and... During one of the songs, some people were standing up, and I stand up. And Tizzy, at this point, had some lyrics, and he's standing. And he's playing his bass guitar, and he sees me, and he has a smile that went from here to here. And in the middle of the song, he goes, Grand Napier! And during the intermission, I went back to the green room, uh, saw Tizzy, gave him a hug, knew what he was dealing with. We th He thought at that time he was cured, that... He was going to be fine. And then the cancer came back and we lost Tizzy. That's the last time I ever saw Wayman. I'm so happy for that opportunity that I had a chance to have those couple of moments with Tizzy during intermission at Dave Cause and Friends at the Radisson. One of the great, great guys. He and Toby Keith were great pals. Toby wrote a song of, uh, about Tizzy. Tizzy was the best, you know? Wayman Tisdale was the best. If you did not, if you met Wayman and didn't like Wayman, you had a problem. There was something wrong with you. If you met Wayman Tisdale and you didn't love Wayman, you had a problem, you know? Somebody wants to know, how do I watch Kings games regularly? Do you watch it on mute? Uh, if it's the Kings broadcast, yes. But I watch the away broadcast. So it has not really that big of a um, an issue. Uh, cancer is indeed the worst. My grandmother passed away in my arms from stomach cancer. It is. You know, I, I, I had a real uh, serious issue with cancer back in 1996. And I remember being at, in the cancer ward at the UC Davis Cancer Center. And I was lucky I got out and I am fine. But I remember 
I remember the nurse coming into my room and asking me, and I was on crutches, if I could walk down the hallway and say hello to this individual. And I said, yeah. And she said, hey, I'm just letting you know he's in isolation. And, um, you know, it's not looking good. And I'm like, yeah. So I walked down and in an enclosed area in a room and spent a couple minutes talking to this individual. I got out of the hospital two days after that. So I, I, I don't know what happened, but it's a sobering experience. And so many of us get cancer. So many of our loved ones get cancer, friends. I mean, it's part of life. But when you're immersed in it, in other words, when you have a loved one, when you have a friend, when you are going through that process, either yourself or someone close to you, and in my case, when you're in the hospital at the UC Davis Cancer Center and you're actually a patient, I mean, it's it's sobering. You know, it really is. So, um, yeah, Wayman Tisdale, wow. Tizzy was the best, his entire family. Tizzy was a saint, an absolute saint, you know? Incredible. All right, I have a non-sports question for you. Do you enjoy going to county and or state fairs? If so, what is your favorite food to eat at the fair? I actually did love going to the California State Fair with my boys when they were young. We did it every year. My favorite food at the state fair, man. I'd have to think about that. I'd have to think about that. My favorite food at the state fair. It's a good question. Again, I, off the top of my head, I, it's, I haven't been in a long time. But I used to go there every year. I used to love going to the county fairs. Yeah, I used to. used to love it. When I worked in Illinois, I used to go, love going to the Illinois State Fair. They had the Springfield Mile the motorcycle race and it was fabulous and they had stock car racing and on top of everything else. Um, man, that's a fabulous question. I don't know. I'd have to really think about it. You know, absolutely. Thoughts on a 42 year old Vince Carter announcing he wants to play for a record setting 22nd season in the NBA. I love Vince. One of the great guys I've been around professional this, professional that, don't do it. Don't do it. You know? Don't do it. Plain and simple. No. Don't do it. I hope it doesn't happen. You know? Uh, I had corn dogs one year off the hook. I am not a corn dog guy. So I, I don't even, that that's that's last on my list. I That would be last on my list. That would be last. I love corn on the cob on the grill. That was always at the fair. I love that. I used to get ribs all the time. You know, love the ribs at the fair. But, you know. All right, travel question. Have you ever been to Bora Bora? I'd love to go for but for some reason, there's at least a uh, eight or nine hour layover in Papati before taking a plane to Bora Bora. All right, a couple of things. I've never been to Bora Bora. It is extremely expensive, and there is not always a layover. It depends on what airline you take, okay? You can go on uh, the Air Tahiti, all right? You can go on United, and you can go on Air France. Those are your three airlines to get there. And they don't all arrive at night where you have your long layover. You can land, all right? And you could then get on the propeller plane and you can be in Bora Bora the same day. So that's not true, all right? Now, if you go, there are a variety of places to stay most expensive are the four seasons the saint regis 
and then the Intercontinental. They're all right next to each other. They're all five-star resorts. Four seasons, St. Regis, six, one, half dozen, the other. Mega money, though, just to get a cocktail, 25 bucks. So bring your wallet, bring your credit card, and have fun. Did I ever go to Causeway Classic Games? I actually announced many of the Causeway Classic Games, both on 31 and on uh, the Davis uh, cable outlet. I did many of Causeway Classics. Used to love it. All right? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash grant. Uh, great question. I always like the Cook Islands. Hawaiian Air goes there now. Have not been to the Cook Islands, but familiar with that. I've been to Fiji uh, in the South Pacific, but I've never been to the Cook Islands. I've never been uh, to uh, Bora Bora. Bora Bora is a place that I would like to go to. But as I said, it is uh, you got to have some big time coin. You know, you got to have some big time dollars. All right. The Bay Area will be hosting Super Bowl 60 two and a half years from today. And you know what? If they don't fix the city of San Francisco where the where the vast majority of people stay when the Super Bowl's in that area, Levi Stadium, it will be a disaster. Because nobody in their right mind would ever, I shouldn't say ever, let me take that back. Nobody in their right mind right now is planning on going to San Francisco. It's one of the worst cities in the world right now. Nobody's going to San Francisco. People aren't going, gee, let's go on vacation to San Francisco. I've never thought about Air France, Grant. Thank you. And I'd love to fly in the uh, ATR-72 at least once in my life. Go for it. And uh, Air France is an option. Yes. You know, uh, Cook Islands make Hawaii <laughs> look like Cleveland. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is beautiful. Oh, wow. Uh, I recall you and Doug talking about eating goat. Have you eaten goat? I have not. Have you eaten goat? I have not. Air Tahiti. Yes. All right. There you have it. Uh, Cayman Islands. Great place to, yes, you know, love it. I've been at the Cayman Islands, Grand Cayman, stopped there on a cruise long time ago. Beautiful. But, yeah, I love travel questions. Absolutely. Justin wants to know, do I think the Kings can be a contending team in the West with their current roster? I do. I absolutely do. Who's the best team in the West right now? Denver. They lost a valuable player to Indiana. They have Jokic. They have Murray. They're still good. They got a great coach. So I got to put them number one. But after that, Phoenix, age, right? Durant. Now all of a sudden, I think Bradley Beal's going to stay healthy. Why would I think that? Golden State, on paper, looks great. Attrition, age, injuries. I think Memphis is going to be good. I think Sacramento's going to be good. Uh, don't know really about Dallas. I don't think so. San Antonio, not ready yet. Oklahoma City is going to be good. You watch watch Oklahoma City. 
Keep your eye on them. Portland's not going to be good. Don't know about Lillard. Clippers, aging. Lakers could be good, but again, age. Utah should be pretty good. Minnesota, on paper, look really good, but paper don't win your games. So, yeah, I think the Kings are right there. You know, I think it's going to be a team that's going to be right there. No question. Uh, somebody wants to know, did I ever get to meet longtime Sacramento sportscaster Creighton Sanders? Yeah, I worked with him. Well, he was one of my colleagues when I moved to Sacramento. I used to see Creighton everywhere. You know, absolutely. Uh, next World Cup will be held in the USA. Your thoughts? And Mexico and Canada. I don't like it when it's that spread out, but I think it's great for the uh, North America. I think it's great. I mean, it's, I think it's great. So what do I think about it? I think it's going to be good for the United States, you know? All right. Somebody says, Grant, you, then it says, not necessarily you, Grant, you don't live in Cleveland. You live in the Cook Islands. Modified Sam Weish reference. I've never been to the Cook Islands. I went to college in Ohio, been to Cleveland many, 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 many times, including many times as a announcer in the NBA. And uh, that's also not on someone's vacation list, unless you're Helmet John. John went to Cleveland on vacation. Went to Putin Bay. He went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But John's a little different. John's a little bit different. Cleveland always reminds me of the story that uh, Charles Davis, who works with an Iron Eagle, Ian's going to be with me right here Monday at 10 in the morning Pacific. But Charles was talking about this gentleman eating a steak at uh, the famous sports bar across from Madison Square Garden called Toot Shores. Excellent, well-known place. A lot of the celebrities would go there, and Charles tells the story. A guy was eating a steak, and the manager comes up and says, Sir, uh, how are you enjoying your meal? Is your steak cooked to your liking? He said, yeah, it's very good, but $15 or $10. I can't, Charles said it's either 10 but it's $15 more here than it is where I live in Cleveland. And the gentleman said, sir, yes, it is. But in Cleveland, you go to a restaurant, you eat your good steak, but when you wake up in the morning, you're still in Cleveland. Enough said. Michael wants to know if I've heard about the Orioles broadcaster. Michael, go to my podcast and listen to today's podcast on ifyoudontlikethat.com or grantnapier.com or your favorite podcast platform, and you can hear my podcast on the situation with Kevin Brown. So yes, not only did I hear about it, I did my podcast. Someone says next World Cup, we'll have 48 teams and 104 games. Yes. Going to be amazing. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. Mark wants to know, how will the Washington football team do with the new offensive coordinator? They have new players or the same players? There you go. To me, they're the last place team uh, in that division. Could finish third, but I have them right now uh, as four. Thank you, Michael. Check it out. Appreciate it. Again, don't forget, Monday, 10 o'clock Pacific, 1 o'clock Eastern, you have Iron Eagle right here. Grant, have you heard of anyone saying... I'm going to Cleveland for vacation. Question mark. And then says, Joe Kim Noah. Nope. Don't know anybody going to Cleveland on vacation. You know? Somebody says, we will make you 
some Fijian goat curry the next time you're in Sacramento, Grant. I do not like curry, so I will not be eating goat and I will not be eating curry. But thank you very much. I appreciate the offer. You know? How about some kava? Can you do that for me? But I will not be eating goat curry. But I do appreciate the offer. That's very nice of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. No, not happening. Sorry, not happening. All right. What else you want to talk about? Thank you so much. Appreciate the uh, donation, Michael. Thank you. Very nice of you. Very nice. Uh, yes, that's correct. Brown, after the Tampa Bay, did fill in on radio for two games because the announcer was suspended for not wearing team apparel. That's very true. The Orioles in that department are a mess. Well, when I was in Fiji and at the evening, everyone had kava, right? Do I like it? You know, I wouldn't say it was my favorite, but the ritual, everyone else having it, yeah. I mean, I yeah. I mean, it's not something I would want every day of my life, but yeah. Well, this is an excellent question. In all of your travels, who has the best food? Well, that's subjective into what kind of food you like. To me, the best food is in Italy. If you like Italian food, right? If you like Japanese food, Japan. If you like Thai food, Thailand. What I would say about Thailand is I've never, ever been anywhere in the world that has as much food as Thailand everywhere, both in restaurants, night markets, street food. People say, don't eat the street food. I always eat the street food. I've never once gotten sick. Never. In Thailand, they have these carts on the street of fruit, watermelon, mango, papaya, pineapple, apples. I can go on and on. And they have the fruit on a bed of ice. And you go up and you go, uh, thang mu, please. Thang mu. Thang mu is watermelon. I get like, they and they take it out. Boom. They chop it up right in front of you. Put it in a little plastic bag with a long stick. And it's 20 baht. 34 baht is a dollar. And it is so freaking good. Same with the pineapple. Boom, 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 boom. Plastic bag. 20 baht. When I'm in Thailand, every single day, without fail, I'm getting the fresh fruit. Every day. I don't eat Thai food per se like the Thai people. I don't like curry. I don't like spicy. So if I order a Thai dish, I go my pet. My pet means no spice, not not spicy. Um, I do I do not like the food in England. Did not enjoy going to England for that reason. I'm not into that type of food. But Italy, great. Thailand has everything, so I would include Thailand, and it's so inexpensive. And I eat some Thai dishes. It's not like I don't eat anything, but there's nothing quite like the food in Thailand. I mean, I am not exaggerating. It is everywhere all the freaking time. I mean, you can get a great meal in Thailand, and I'm not exaggerating, made in front of you, made while you're watching, made in front of you for 50 baht. Again, 34 bots a dollar. Get a whole meal for 50 baht. It's unbelievable. You know? Best concert I've gone to. That's a great question. There, there, I'll tell you, I went to the Elton John concert when he was in Sacramento and with Billy Joel. That was probably that. I was, I'd probably choose that. Um, I saw Leonard Skinnerd. When I was about 18 at the Nassau Coliseum on Long Island, that was incredible. Uh, Elton John, Billy Joel was pretty special, I'll tell you that. 
you know. Uh, Thailand is the place to go. Yes. It's fabulous. I was there and it was a great concert. Which, oh yeah, that, that was a great concert. You're right. You know. What is my favorite Italian dish? I'm kind of boring, but I just love a good spaghetti bolognese. Pasta bolognese is my favorite. I love it. If it's good, that's my favorite. I do like the lasagna in Italy is spectacular. Um, let's see. That, that that those would be my two favorite. I'm I'm, I'm a bland eater. I really am. You know, bland. All right. Uh, I have not been to Ireland. I've been to Scotland. Love the steak. I've not been to Ireland, so I can't comment. Uh, Prime Skinnerd must have been amazing. It was amazing. It was unbelievable. It was great. It was absolutely great. All right, don't forget tomorrow, open forum Wednesday over on Listen App. And then Thursday, Ryan and I are going to be doing a show at 7 o'clock. That's Thursday at 7 o'clock right here. Then Monday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 o'clock Eastern, Iron Eagle. Great question. Do I drink wine? Do you know that I never used to like wine? Do you know that when all of my friends wanted to do a trip to Napa, and if it was a special occasion, and they had a limo, or they'd have wine in the limo, and I would get in there with a cooler of Coors Light. And we go to all these great wineries, and I would never have any of the wine. I'd have a Coors Light. And then about, I don't know, seven years ago, eight years ago, when we were traveling, uh, Peja Stoyakovich is a real wine connoisseur. And we used to go out to dinner, and he would buy red wine. And he goes, you got to try this. I'm like, I don't really like it. He goes, try this. I'm like, I don't really. Try it. Okay. And uh, he didn't yell at me because I've never heard Peja yell. But, you know, I'm exaggerating a little bit. And I tried. I'm like, wow, that's really good. And every time we went out to dinner, I would have a little bit of red wine. Not white, red. And I was like, wow, this is really good. So now I do enjoy a glass of red wine. And I have another friend in El Dorado Hills who has a huge uh, wine cooler wine cellar cabinet and he's got like literally it holds 500 bottles of wine and he's got all the best wine and i'm not a wine snob like i if you put a you know hundred dollar bottle of wine and a thirty dollar bottle of wine i might not be able to tell the difference so i'm just calling it the way it is but yeah I've, i do enjoy red wine now yes way to go Peja. yeah Peja got me drinking red wine yes good old Peja. yep absolutely so, and the red wine, I got to tell you, the Napa is the best. I've had wines from Chile. I've had wines from Australia, the Italian red, the French red. But to me, Napa, you know, in that area, number one, you know, for me, number one. So thank you, Peja Stoyakovich. And you know, the other nice thing, I never paid for it. I always let Peja pay for it. Listen, you know, I don't got 50 or whatever million in the bank. Even if it's 10 million, which I know he's got more. The guy that's got 50 million in the bank paid for the nice bottles of wine, okay? Don't look at me. I'm not paying for it. Uh-uh. No. We go out. You want a beer? That round is on me. I got gotcha. you. We go out, you want to grab a, a cold one? I got it. On me. Done. Put your money away. I got it. We go to a restaurant, 100, 200, 300 dollar bottle of wines, which by the way, in all fairness, Peja never spent that much money on a wine. He he would not. He would not. He'd get a nice bottle of wine, but not that much. You got it. You know what my favorite red wine now is Camus. I love Camus. But again, I don't drink it a lot because it's expensive. But I love Camus. That's probably, if you said, Grant, you can only have one type of red wine, I'm going Camus. Love Camus. There you have it. Well, he's paying even if he didn't insist 
I mean, drinking it. Because you know what? He's got bank. Big difference. There you have it. Good stuff. First of all, you're right. He wouldn't let me pay. And in all fairness, I always offered to pay. Always. Always offered to pay. And he would go, no, I got it. But I always offered. I Even when I know that I'm with somebody that's wealthy, if I'm going out to eat, I always offer. Unless it's determined ahead of time that, hey, I'm buying dinner tonight. It's on me, blah, blah, blah. Then I don't offer. But if not, I always offer. Always. All right. Don't forget, tomorrow, Open Forum Wednesday. Thursday, Ryan and I over on uh, right here on YouTube. And I'm looking forward to Monday with Iron Eagle. Should be fun. All right. Coppola wine is great and affordable. There you have it. You know, I had a really good one that somebody gave me for Christmas last year from Flurry. And he sent me two bottles of wine, different types of wine. And their signature wine by Flurry was as good as any wine I've ever had. It was spectacular. Right in Napa, Flurry Wine. Check it out. Tell them that Grant Napier recommended it. I'm not getting paid for this, by the way. I'm not. Just tell them. Go to Flurry Winery and order their red wine. It's spectacular. It's great. And again, I'm sure they know who I am. You can say, hey, Grant was raving about your wine. Again, I'm not. I don't get a dime. That I don't get free wine. There's nothing in it for me. All right? But. You will love it. It's very good. How often did I eat in Little Italy in New York? Maybe two times in my life, three times. You don't have to go to Little Italy to get great Italian food. I used to go to Carmine's, and the food at Carmine's on 44th and Broadway is spectacular with a capital S. It's as good as any restaurant I've been to, you know? Uh, this one. Used to see Peja and the guys after the games at Vladi's Bistro and Old Sack, Class Act. 100% Class Act. Yes. Yes. Here is an excellent question. Speaking of Kevin Brown, you ever constrained in speech by the Kings organization, not sure whether Kings own the radio and or TV rights? Great question. Never once, not once, did anyone from the King's organization ever talked to me about anything I said on television. Not one time. Or radio when I did the games for three years on radio. Not once. Not once. About content. About what I was saying. Not one time. And I always respected that. You know, I always respected that. I really did. I, I thought it was great. Same thing at the radio station. Never once. Ne never once was I called into the office and said, now ah, you really shouldn't have said that. Not once. Until I put on Twitter, all lives matter, every single one. Let's see, really? Hmm, okay, that makes sense, huh? 26 years. Not one time. Not one time. You know, I remember when Don Geronimo did a show and he would always go over. And I'm like, no, my show is not starting at 4.15 or 4.20 because they don't know when to get off at the uh, at the air. And I said, my, my general manager's like, yeah, you know, uh, they're a real popular show. And I'm like, I'm just telling you right now, starting on Monday, if I'm not on when my show is supposed to start, I'm walking out of the studio and I'm going home. Oh, uh, Grant, you know, you can't do that. I go, well, I'm going to do that. So it's your call. My show starts at 4 o'clock. My contract says that my show goes from 4 to 7, and I am not going to be sitting here waiting for two guys, you know, Don and Mike, who think that they're the king of the world, and they can go over and bleed into the other shows that come after them on their network. That might be okay in that city or this city or not okay here not happening so 
You make the decision. Guess what? I started going on a four. And then Don and Mike started speaking badly about me on their national show. And they would have callers from their national show call up and try to get on my show and go, Don and Mike, you suck. So I didn't take calls for a while. No big deal. You know, they were they were like children on the air. Like, hello, your show goes until four. Get your ass off the air at four. Now you're going to have all your, you're going to go on the air and have your national audience call into my show? Really? Grow up. So there you have it. That's the only time, you know? There you have it. Amazing that way. Never forget that. Uh, Patrick says, I've been to Carmine's Awesome Food. It's the best. Plain and simple. It is the best. All right. Wow, what an hour that was. Don't forget about all my shows coming up. And don't forget if you have any problems in the plumbing department, New Works Plumbing will be there for you. Go to sackserviceplumbing.com or call the number on your screen. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you, and they're available 24-7. What a fabulous hour. Man, I appreciate you all. You're great. Seriously. Excellent. Really good hour. Talk to you tomorrow over on our Listen app. And thank you so much. And remember, Iron Eagle, Monday, 10 a.m. Pacific, right here. So long, everybody. <laughs>